and you know the higher the risk the higher the reward so they typically have a higher interest rate that they pay the investors hello this is mark silverman managing member and founder of silverman and associates and i'm also a certified financial planner professional i want to welcome you to the saving with silverman podcast i'm glad you're here each week we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life You know, here we are uh, at the end of the year, and stuffing your financial stocking is one of the things that we can talk about with our listeners today. Let's look at some of this holiday season's popular financial stocking stuffers. For each of these items, Mark, you tell us if you'd be pleased or not pleased to find them in your financial stocking. A variable annuity. Pleased or not pleased? I would not be pleased. And I'll say this, not every investment's good for some people. If just because an investment's good doesn't mean it's appropriate for one person versus another. But a variable annuity in my book um, is a bad investment for anybody. I think the only person that makes money in those typically is the advisor that's selling them. I mean, and basically, for those of you that don't know what they are, they're a type of annuity and they have the risk of the stock market, so they invest in what's known as sub-accounts, which are basically essentially mutual funds. So you have the fee of the mutual funds with a layer of insurance, and so they're very expensive. You have the risk of the market, which, you know, the risk of the market's not the problem, but when you have that layer of insurance on top of it, when you lose money, you lose even more because of the fact that it's going down with the market. So I stay away from variable annuities. They're one of the most expensive investment vehicles you can purchase. The fees on those all in, I think it's somewhere between two and a half to 4% that I've seen on those. So I am not a fan of variable annuities, never have, never sold one. I have some clients that have come to me that have had them. Sometimes you can get in out of them. Sometimes you can't, but it's not an investment I would recommend for anybody, quite honestly. Are you a big fan of Apple stock right now? Well, you know, I'm a big fan of Apple as a company. I use their products, their iPhones, iMacs, um, you know, I use that, their computers, iPads, et cetera. And so I like Apple as a company. And, you know, depending on what you're invested in, if you own a mutual fund or an ETF, et cetera, you're going to own Apple in there. So it doesn't mean you have to buy Apple stock outright. You're going to own it in most stock portfolios. Apple is already included in there. So, you know, as far as Apple stock, it really depends on your risk tolerance and what your goals and objectives are. But if you do have a decent or higher risk tolerance and you need growth, Apple is a good company to own, whether it be outright or in a portfolio or mutual fund or an ETF, et cetera. Here's another financial stocking stuffer here, uh, high yield bonds. What do you think about those? I think there's a place for those as well. Um, And what high yield bonds are, another name is junk bonds, which I know doesn't sound good, but what they are is they're higher risk uh, companies. So it's debt. So it pays an interest rate. And, you know, the higher the risk, the higher the reward. So they typically have a higher uh, interest rate that they pay the investors. Interest rates are very low across the board. These tend to be higher. So obviously you don't want to put all of your money into a high yield bond. But if you have a diversified portfolio, like we do with our clients, there is a place for these in the fixed income portion of your portfolio, You know, either through a mutual fund or ETF or buying them outright. So depending on your risk tolerance, again, there, there could be a place for high yield bonds in there. Okay. Uh, the next one on my agenda here is a whole life insurance policy. A big fan or no? Well, again, you know, insurance is one of those things we, you know, I am insurance licensed in full disclosure. So insurance is part of the planning process that we do follow and whole life policies are in existence. I think there's some better, newer policies that are out there. A lot of the traditional whole life are okay, but I think there's better ways of doing it. 
I, I like the universal life policies myself particularly, and some of those actually now include a long-term care benefit, so we can usually use those to kind of kill two birds with one stone. You have the death benefit of a life insurance policy, permanent policy, as well as throwing in some long-term care if you need it, which, you know, one out of two or one out of three, depending on whose numbers you want to look at, are going to need some type of long-term care. And I always get the argument, and I'm never going to go into a nursing home. Unfortunately, nobody wants to go into a nursing home, but I can tell you, and I've, you know, I've shared this before, my mom's currently in a home. She never wanted to be there. We never wanted to put her in one, but you know, things happen and there's only so much you can do. So it could be a, a great planning tool, some type of insurance. Whole life could be one of them. Again, I'm more of a fan of universal life, but uh, I think whole life it certainly is better than term in most cases, in my opinion. Yeah, well, some things about, you know, going into a nursing home, some things we just don't have any control over. And, uh, you know, you're exactly right. There's so many people who say, I'm never going to a nursing home. They'll just have to put me away before I do that. But, you know, right. you can't yeah. really deal with it that it, it way. It doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, here's Nobody another one. goes in willingly. Yeah, exactly. Here's another one on uh, Saving with Silverman. Uh, this is Ron Stutz talking with Mark Silverman. And uh, an S&P 500 Index ETF. Are you a fan of those or not? I am actually. So, you know, again, depending on your risk tolerance, if you have a stock portfolio, whether it be using stocks or mutual funds or ETF, which is an exchange traded fund, which has less fees typically than a mutual fund, it's going to own the stocks that are in the standard and poor's 500. We mentioned Apple earlier. Apple would be one of those stocks in there. So if you own an S&P 500 fund, you know, Apple's going to be into that mix. But yes, uh, I think they can work very, very well. It's a great diverse fund. Again, you don't want to put all of your eggs in one basket, but I think it could be part of somebody's portfolio. Um, and I would prefer using an ETF typically over a mutual fund in most cases. Okay. And indexed annuity. What's your impression of indexed annuities? You know, I am a fan of them uh, if used properly. Uh, the problem being is they're oversold, particularly if you're listening to this on the radio, of course. You know, there are some companies that are just people that are only insurance licensed and they only sell annuities. Uh, they tend to want to put all of your money into an annuity. There's also, um, and I won't mention names, but you probably know, there's also, a, they call themselves an estate planning firm where they're not attorneys. Mm -hmm. And I've had a couple clients that have met with them and that sort of thing. And they do a boilerplate trust and have a notary sign off on it. And then their, their end game is to get you to sell all of your investments and buy an annuity. That's where they make their money. So index annuities, I think, can work well in certain circumstances. I think they're way oversold, to be honest with you. I think a lot of people buy them and don't realize what they're buying them for. They are told that you know when the markets go up, they make money. When the markets go down, they don't lose. And that's partially true. You don't lose when it goes down. But when it goes up, you don't make very much. You know, A lot of them are tied to the 10-year treasury, which that interest rate is well below 1% currently. So that's the money they have to use to guarantee it, which they can't offer great rates right now. So there can be a place for them. I think they're great for guaranteed income, but to buy them for accumulation, it really depends. You have to find the right company and really and weigh those out. But I think there are a lot of them are oversold. And there's another company out there that calls themselves fiduciaries and you know who they are. They're based out of Phoenix. They have an office here in town and they tell you they're a fiduciary, but by the same token, what they're trying to do is sell you an annuity because there's the commissions on them are extremely high. Okay. One more I wanted to mention here, and you touched on this a moment ago. We, we talked about long-term care and ending up in the nursing home and all that kind of thing. And I know that there are differing opinions on what I'm about to mention here, but what about long-term care insurance? So that's a great one, Ron. So as I did mention, so when we do planning, we look at all different aspects of your financial life. 
And one of those is going to be long-term care insurance. And my job, if you're working with me, is to educate you on what your options are. You know, there is traditional long-term care insurance. The problem with it is, and I'm licensed to sell it in full disclosure, the problem that I see with it is it's been tough to price and it's very expensive. And then when you get into it, you will have rate increases. And some of those can be quite substantial. And I've had people who have bought those from other people who have gotten to a point where they can't afford the premiums anymore and they finally have to let it go. And it is true that if you don't use it, you lose it. So with that being said, I think it's important to understand if you have enough money to self-insure, that's an option. And we can certainly run those numbers and that'll be part of our conversation. But another thing to do is look at universal life that has a long-term care benefit. And a lot of carriers have moved into this space where you can actually use a portion of the death benefit to cover your long-term care expenses. So if you don't need long-term care, you still have that tax-free death benefit to your beneficiaries, which is great. You know, you still have that. But if you do need it, you can utilize that death benefit while you're still alive for long-term care needs. So it gives you some options. It's a way of leveraging your money. So that I think makes a lot of sense. And that's a conversation we have with all of our clients to go through that process. And then they can make a decision whether it makes sense to do this or this. And if you have that information, at least you're making an educated decision. Because if you haven't done anything, then you basically made the decision yourself insuring, which may not be your best option. Well, a lot of things to consider here. And uh, I would suggest that anyone listening today uh, have a conversation with Mark Silverman about all these things. And he can certainly get more specific when he talks with you one-on-one. And uh, Mark Silverman, what are folks going to need to get ready before they have a conversation with you, even if that's just on the phone? What do they need to do to prepare? Sure, Ron. And it does start with a phone conversation. That's how we start all our our engagements. And certainly people appreciate that now with what's going on this year. The fact that you're listening to this show today tells me a few things about you because you're probably like most of our clients. Number one, when it comes to taxes, you're happy to pay your fair share, but you don't want to overpay. And two, you want a good return on your investments, but you're also concerned about taking too much risk. And on the flip side, you'd be happy to ensure that you'd never lose any money but you don't want to fall behind due to inflation. And I think inflation is going to creep up in the next couple of years. And number three, you have more important things to worry about than trying to keep up with what the stock market is doing every day, especially with all the volatility that we've seen recently. This is why it's so important to get a review of our financial situation and get a customized financial plan, because you can address these things that are on your mind and eliminate all the time you spend worrying about your finances and about retirement. Wouldn't you rather put your time and energy into something else? So if you've done a good job preparing for retirement, and you need some help answering all of those outstanding questions about your retirement, give us a call, set up a complimentary financial review. There is no cost or obligation with this review. It's just a chance for us to meet or talk about the things that are on your mind and find out what's the best way we can plan for your retirement. Or in many cases, if you're already retired, make sure that you stay that way. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman & Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes. To contact Mark and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions, 
with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman, Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman & Associates Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman & Associates, an affiliated company.